Hello and welcome to the midweek episode. Judge vs. Otani, Trevor Plouffe vs. Jake Storielli, and most importantly, Fernando Tatis. Let's talk ball. Let's talk ball. Hello and welcome back to Talking Baseball. Myself, Trevor, BBD, Jom, Dog Days of Summer, working on a couple things for the people as always. We are talking about some of the big ones today, Ploofy. Uh, there's been more fallout from the Tatis suspension. <laughs> Our guys A-Rod, Ortiz, a lot of people getting in the mix and just kind of where we stand a couple days later. On it, your guy Shohei uh, is going to make another final push for that MVP against my guy Aaron Judge. Rodolfo Castro's phone is flying out and he got suspended, and that's kind of funny. Um, Trevor, how are you doing, my good man? Jacob and Big Big Dong, my two guys. I love talking <laughs> ball with you. We miss James. We wish him the best he's deep in the trenches right now but everyone listening to what's up guys there's some topics we want to talk about big stuff yes the tatis news we've had a lot of comments about that coming out so i think we're going to react to some of those comments talk a little bit more about the process if you will and then man judge otani is probably an argument a discussion, if you will, that we're going to have to have here pretty soon. So we're going to get out in front of it. I love it, Trev. I mean, the uh, you can people watching on the YouTube just saw the smile that came over my face because you are. Well, we joked before the show that should we go full Skip and Shannon on this one and let it rip, and that's not who we are. Be Jake and Trev, um, but. Uh, I think it's it's still an interesting conversation, and it's only going to get more interesting. I mean, we got a home run record in question. We've got arguably like the best player of all time, kind of playing baseball. Oh man! Um, but Trev, I know um, you're still hot on the Tatis stuff, and I think we need to to close that off a little bit. Um, man. Should we just go? We can just go. I mean, I think everyone knows what happened. We don't have to to explain the situation anymore. Fernando Tatis Jr. gets popped, um, does not appeal, and so he gets suspended 80 games. Yeah. Now, the first thing that he said was he was trying to treat ringworm, and that's what happened. Uh, Everyone kind of laughed at that a little bit um, because when we talked about this, any medication you take. It better come from your team and your team doctors. So that was like mistake number one, if we're listening to Fernando's reasoning here. Uh, But since those days, his father's came out and said some things that, you know, I think are interesting. Uh, His take on it was that Fernando was getting a haircut and some of the Clippers were bad or had some stuff on him. So he got some sort of like fungal disease or infection from it so that he used the spray to treat that. Those sound like two different things to me. So that's interesting. And then yes, the A-Rod 
David Ortiz, and now even Edward Encarnacion have all kind of sounded off on this stuff. And it's it's kind of all over the place, if you will. I think I think we should start with the Ortiz and the Tatis senior thing, because they kind of both said the same thing. Now you have Big Poppy's quote in front of you. You had it up? Yeah, I can get there I can get there pretty quickly. Yes, I have it. Um and Trev, I, I do want to say one thing before we get too far into this. Instead of taking steroids, maybe these people should just get some AG1 to start their day the right way. Oh, yeah. Um, Duh. Because it's athletic greens. If you don't have the time, if you're looking for more energy, if you hate taking pills and vitamins, you know, you got to be careful. This is what we're trying to tell you. Athletic greens, one scoop of AG1 to start your day. You're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics to start your day Right. Special blend of ingredients supports your gut health. Uh, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, and focus, everything. It's lifestyle friendly if you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. With Athletic Greens, you're investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free trial packs with your first purchase. All you have to do Visit athleticgreens.com slash baseball. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash baseball. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So thank you, Athletic Greens, AG1. Athleticgreens.com slash baseball. Um, yeah, Trev, and I, you know, A, I, something I want to tell the people, and the, a lot of the true talking baseball people know this, and maybe it sounds... Maybe it sounds obvious, but you're a you're a Cali guy. You know, you're you're a pretty chill customer. I think you and I have had some moments on this this show where we've shown that we can be pretty chill cats. This stuff gets you hotter than anything else. Um, and it was one of the first things you introduced us to. You said, "I'm Trevor Plouffe, the cleanest man in the game." Um, and then you said you had the hottest wife. Uh, in the yeah, game too. Two things I take pride in. Yeah, <laughs> those are two of two of your most most proud achievements. So that's why you you have more to empty out on this. And yeah, some of the quotes, man. I mean, the David Ortiz one is is throwing us both off because because Poppy said uh, MLB needs to have some more regulations before they make public news like this. What happened to Tatis Jr.? I think they haven't handled the situation. Um, let's see. I just lost a quote. I don't think they've handled the situation well, and it's killing our product. Um, which yeah, man. I mean that that whole quote puts you in a spin cycle. And and you talked about remember going back to the the international, uh, the player draft and all the discussions about that during the lockout. How important Big Poppy is, uh, to baseball culture around the world. Uh, I mean, especially uh, in the Caribbean and, I, I mean, even obviously in the States. But, I mean, for him to come out and kind of be against it, it's just a little confusing because it's he's not saying anything too sub, substantive. Is that a word? I don't think that's a no. word. No. Substantial? Yes. Bingo. Got it. Nailed it. It's, it's for me, Poppy, um, saying that. I can I can almost get on board with some of it. Okay. Like 
The process of which they released the news is a little cold, and I don't know if they would be better suited trying to figure out a way to do it. Um, but the thing that you know hurts the game the most is people cheating, and like I'm not just saying just Fernando Tatis Jr. I'm saying like everything that came before us. Okay, because baseball is a historic sport. We do place a lot of emphasis on records. We also want to be good examples for the children who play our game. So like steroids are not good for people when they're taken recklessly or just really in general. They need to be prescribed by a doctor for certain things. I understand that, but we don't want to set that example. It's an unrealistic example to set for our kids, similar to like how... I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but kind of think about it right here. People, how Instagram uh, models and people change their bodies through filters. It's an unrealistic expectation to give our children. Okay. Like it has the same effect. We have rules in place and we've had rules in place and we continue to add more rules in place in our game to make sure it's clean. Um, I would also, I mean, I'm, let's just be transparent here. Another reason they want the game clean is because of, Gambling houses are in the game now and they need to make sure that we're getting a right. fair, clean game. It means a lot to MLB. Okay. So that's like another whole talk that we don't need to get into. I'm just not so sure. Cause there's really no follow-up for big poppy. When he said, we need to do something different. I'm asking myself that question. Could we do something different? I don't really know. Seems to me like the process is you fail, you get popped, right? You fail a test. They, the MLB Players Association gets notified and you get notified, okay? And then it's up to you. Are you going to use the appeal process? And once you decide you're not going to do that or say you lose the appeal, then the team gets notified. MLB always puts out a little statement saying, this is what happened and and that's kind of it. Now, I've seen some people saying like the timing of it was kind of weird. It was on a Friday, but is that does that mean anything to you? Not in this situation. I I mean, I think that's kind of a standard media news dump time. You you'll like if if there's a story that needs to happen that a sport doesn't like. I think Friday afternoon to Friday night is kind of the oh so. Oh, so you're saying they're trying to hide it? Not by going hide on Friday it, or the opposite? Not hide it. I think it's I think it's just less clicks. I think if if the first thing Monday morning when we all go to work is 8 a.m., Tatis news drops, like, holy, like, you know, people go nuts. People go nuts. I think people still did go nuts, but I think you basically, a lot of, I was at a bachelor party this weekend. I obviously got the news and appreciated the news, but at the same time, did I fully? Like, I, I, I didn't have a eight tweet thread about it and got all my thoughts off because I was kind of disconnected. And I, I think a lot of people do that on their weekends that I, I could see the, the timing of it being calculated by MLB, but knowing that it's obviously not swept under the rug. This is their, you know, this guy was supposed to get the keys to the kingdom and be next, and now he kind of can't. I, I, and I want to believe him too. I want this to be negligence, even though it's not acceptable in my eyes, even if it is negligence, it's like it's no you can't 
be negligent. It's so easy to not be. It's so easy to not be. And, you know, what his father, he went on a show, the midday show, it's uh, in the Dominican. And basically he said there was a medication. It's not sold in the U.S. And it's a spray called Trophobol, T-R-O-F-O-B-O-L. And that's what he used. And they use it there to treat um, scars and burns. But right on the label, it says Clostable which is an anabolic steroid that is not allowed to be taken by any participating member of Major League Baseball's Players Association. Now, this that this is the problem for me is like that would never if you just showed it to your doctor, if you just said, "Hey, hey doc, like I'm thinking right. about putting this on my skin," which is what you should do. It's pretty easy, and you send a picture to your doctor, he'd be like, "Uh, no, don't fucking take that, dude. What are you doing?" Like it, it if if we're to believe that's what happened, that's how easily avoidable this situation is. So like the negligence factor, like it makes me, I'd, I'd be able to forgive him a little bit easier, but also it's like, bro, let's, you should be better than that. Now he, his father went on to say like, you know, he's, we're ruining, uh, we're losing millions of fans because of this. And, all this, and I think he's being a dad. So, like, you can't really fault him for going to war for his son because right. a dad will do anything for his son. I just don't really know because now, like you said, Ortiz came out and said something. Edward Encarnacion came out and said something about, you know, you're destroying the face of the game and we should be doing better. And I just don't know what else we should be doing. Like, I don't know what they, like, what could be done. Like did like, what could they have done differently? I don't understand. I'm 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 trying to wrap my head around it, and I just can't get anywhere. Yeah, man. And I'm again. It's it's kind of it's it's where my buddy with the beard. You know, he's. Uh, I remember the first time Dallas Braden met met Jimmy. He called him a Twitter sleuth, and I was like, that's pretty funny. Um, but you know, Jimmy, it's it's part of the reason the breakdowns are incredible. He loves getting in the weeds and and digging out bits of information you don't know about. You know, I'm I'm reading about D Gordon right now who got suspended for the same thing and you're saying D Gordon? <laughs> I mean, you know, one of the, one of the more slappy speed hitters we've seen uh in recent generations of baseball. Um and yeah, man, it's you know, it's supposed to <laughs> this stuff was made up in the Cold War to help make <laughs> like Russian soldiers uh, like recover faster. I mean, it's it's just crazy. And Trev, that's the hurdle that you're running into that you don't want to run into is that if you are an athlete on this level, if I go to the store and I've I've got an itch and I see a cream that says itch cream, you know what? I'm I'm gonna use it and because I'm trying to get rid of this itch. If you're Fernando Tatis Jr. or any player playing any sport, whether it's, you know, I, I'd be so worried about this mark on my career and it kind of where I started with you and how much pride you take in, you know, the cleanest man in the game. Like, I, anything outside of Advil? Like, I, I would ask the team trainer, ask someone that knows because... If you were actually clean 
and say this was a haircutting accident. I wouldn't be able to live with that if I was Fernando Tatis Jr. It sounds like, I mean, that's what his dad is saying. He's devastated. He plans to, to go throughout the DR and go to all these different leagues and explain himself and try to, I guess, educate kids. Like, hey, like, you got to make sure you're doing things the right way. But, like, dude, like, you, your dad played in the show. Right. You have been around the game long enough, a couple years in the show. Like, you understand how it works. You know that there's team doctors and there's team trainers. Like, there's no shortage of people that you can call and ask questions. Or, like, you make one phone call or one text and you got a a shipment of whatever you need coming your way because the teams have to provide that stuff for you. I just, I'm so, I'm sad. If this was actually what they're saying it was and they just, like, had a little something. He's put some spray on it because someone told him that would work. It's dumb as fuck. But it's sad. And I know that's where Fernando Tatis Sr. is coming from. Like, you're, we're going to destroy my son's legacy over something that was a mistake. That's where he's coming from. And I totally get that on the dad's side. The rest of us have to look at it and be like, bro, you can't make that mistake. That's too easy of a mistake to avoid. And I don't know if he's going to be able to prove it, you know, in some way to the fans and to his teammates and all that stuff. I don't, I don't think there is a way or else he would have finished his appeal. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the other thing where, you know, it gets, it gets weird being an American a little bit because, you know, if again, close to ball, I was not familiar with it un, until recently that a, like, how much of it was in his system? And, like, you know, it does that stay regularly in your system? And it, it was one time from getting a rash from a haircut. It's, man, you know, I, I was just about to say, like, you know, we're innocent until proven guilty. But for steroids, dude, I mean, you're, you're kind of guilty. You're just kind of guilty because it... If you're Fernando Tatis Jr., you just have to know what's going in your body. Like, even if it is an accident and he goes out, he has a baller career, he's a stud, and he passes every test the rest of the way, and he's good and all of that. Like, all right. Like, man, if you can still have a good career from ages 24 through 34, through through 30, like, and be clean, like, we can respect that and still say you're dumb. And, you know, there's going to be some baseball guys that never uh, will never give you love. And you kind of have to live with that. But as long as you know you did it the right way the rest of the way. Because with any cheating scandal, and, you know, we we got thrust into it with the Astros stuff, man. I mean, picture, you know, <laughs> you know me and Jimmy pretty well now. When the Astros stuff was going down, it was like, what? Um, yes. and And we're... I remember thinking about the ripple effects. The couple pitchers that got the call that, you know, I think there was a guy on the Blue Jays who, like, he got sent down the next day after the Astros lit him up and that was his last time pitching in the majors or something like that. And, dude, that's the part of cheating and steroids that it's why you speak about it better than me is that you can picture all the guys in the minor leagues that are trying to make it the right way, and they're not. 
But, man, that temptation of taking a little juice and maybe you can be a little better and be a little stronger, hit it a little farther, I mean, that's got to... If it's that or not making the major leagues, that's got to dig at your head late at night. And then there's this guy who's, you know, he's got 300-plus million coming his way, and he says he got a bad haircut that made him get a rat. Like, no, man, like... You're just not going to get that in, in the court of society. And if if somehow it's true, I mean, then I, you know, I'll leave that 1% of my heart open to feel awful for Fernando Tatis Jr. But you really just can't believe that. It's, it's so difficult because you just, as a player coming up, you already know the numbers are stacked against you to get to the big leagues and then to stay there and have any sort of uh, longevity in your career. I mean, the numbers, the odds are just horrible. They're horrendous, dude. It's a fucking pipe dream. It really is. And all you want is to make sure you're playing on this, like an even playing field. You have an even playing field with your counterparts. That's all you can hope for because then, you know, I'm, I'm either good enough or not good enough. And every single time one of these guys gets popped, you yeah, like you said, you you think about well, who are the guys that were clean that they passed up, and what's happening with them? And you know, they you can't can't take any of this back. I think you know, I hear a lot from you know whenever something like this happens, you go read some comments on whatever social media site that you use, and even just amongst you know talking to people you know, in the public space that everyone has this notion. Oh, everybody cheats. Everybody cheats. These are the guys that get caught. And I am here to tell you that is not my experience. Not my experience whatsoever. And I played for a long time in a lot of different leagues, uh, you know, different organizations. It's not the case. In fact, like, I think it's, it's probably the opposite. A lot less people do it than you think. Now, does everyone get caught? No. There are definitely some guys that do whatever they need to do and they skirt by. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But when you're talking 75% of the people in the big leagues, that's just not true, dude. Right. And you're and you become somewhat of a pariah if you if you get banged and you you get shut out. I've been watching the captain documentary. Yes, that must be shocking to some people. I'm I'm ex, I'm experimenting with my feelings on my boy Jeets. I he makes me feel a lot of things, man. Yeah, he really does. does. But pants. one thing that he says that I actually really um, reson—it really resonated with me because I feel like we're similar in this regard. It's like you cross me, like you're fucking out, dude. Like, and he said, you know, I could be cordial with you, but like you ain't ever like really in with me again. And honestly, I think that is how most guys feel about guys that get popped. Um, you're on my team. I got to be good with you and we'll, we can work past it because we're, we have to, right. we have a common goal. It's our job to go do this. I can't be hating you this entire time because that's not good for our team. But really like my thoughts, my thoughts about you are, they are what they are. And you're not going to move past that with me. And I think that's where like 95% of the league lies, dude. Like 
there's just no tolerance for it anymore. There's just, we have, we've seen it too many times. It's happened too many times. Like there's just no tolerance. And I, and I don't know, like how, on average, what do you think we get a year of positive tests? Like five? Um, I'll see if I can find you a, a real number. Some stats. I mean, this year it looks like there's been three. Um, 2021, it looks like four. 2019, like six. 2018, five. So, yeah, kind of right wow. in that range. 2016 was a big year. Holy smokes. What did they get? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think 11 or 12. What? <laughs> big 2016, man. And look at me. I'm, this is the year that, you know, I get hurt. Right. Break my rib and I get fucking thrown off of the roster on the twins. Yeah. And you could uh you'd still be there. You'd be you'd be leading the AL Central right now. It's not true. Maybe. Uh, I don't know, man. It just it frustrates me because I want to get behind Fernando Tatis Jr. And I hope it was a mistake. Like I said, that'll make it more palatable for most people. And but I just don't know if he's ever gonna be able to prove it. And then really, I, I guess we started this whole thing talking about like these comments about how we can fix the process, bro. I mean, the process is what it is. The news is going to get out there no matter what. In fact, I think this is one of like the easier ways. Like, like usually these are held under wraps pretty well. Like trades and shit get fucking leaked out. Like, you know, right. you got a hole in the bottom of your bag, but as far as positive tests, I mean, they're, it's pretty much under wraps until, the league notifies the team and then obviously they make a statement and it gets out. Like how many times have we had like a premature steroid leak? It doesn't happen very often. No. And, and that's where, you know, I, I love sports. Um, you know, there's probably some, there's probably some deep psychological stuff that Jess tries to tap into and why I loved sports so much, but I love sports. Uh, it's an equal playing field. You have a chance. Um, it's also just always there for me. Whoa, heavy. Um, mm. But man, like, you know, you're you're a Jeter guy. We all know that. Um, I'm an A-Rod guy, and I kind of just wish we learned from his mistakes. You know? Um, you got the quote lined up, BBD? Oh, man. Yeah, look, I have no, no, no regrets, no excuses for my behavior. It is on me. And look, we'll talk about the Tatis thing later. I wish that a lot of these young players who I admire so much learned from my stupidity and my debacle mm -hmm. and it, it almost brings me to tears to see a kid like Tatis who's 23 years old that for the rest of his career he's just going to play it out there's probably no hall of fame I'm not going to go to the hall of fame probably because of my own mistake mm -hmm. and that's heartbreaking <clears throat> for me it's heartbreaking to explain that to my daughters but that's on me so I get to be now hopefully a better friend a better business person more importantly a better father better friend better business person better father um uh, we wanted to d talk the A-Rod quote a little seriously because, A, I mean, dude, talk about a perfect storm. I mean, Tatis before K-Rod with Jeter, they're getting back together and they're talking about that. And, man, it it's part of the reason. I obviously joke about how I view A-Rod. I mean, some of it's cringe and it's ridiculous, but there also is, like, there's a weird human side to A-Rod that's somewhat relatable. Like, that that guy, if you watched on Sunday night, man, would he give anything to be in that Hall of Fame, but he also knows he blew it. And he, uh, you know, spinning it back to himself, it's like, come on, man. But, but Wait, also... Wait, hold on. Let me stop. What is relatable about A-Rod? About it's... 
It's kind of like he's a kid in high school trying too hard. Like always been that way. I know, and and that's that's kind of it's part of what I I respect. Like he hasn't lived a normal life. Like he was the num he was the one one pick. Like he was he was debating going. To, he was on Miami's campus, and then he decided to to go pro, and then he was a star, and you know shit got weird on him. You know he. He he takes that mirror pick and uh you know and you know things things got out of hand quick for Rod like I remember uh what was it the Chris Rose rotation a really good episode where he had passing on he had a couple other beat writers who they talked about a Rod when um he had his like f- one of his first press conferences and he came out and he asked the beat writer he's like how'd I do and they were like what. Like you're a rod, man. Like you're you're good. Um, so I I find that part relatable. Everything else is kind of pure chaos at this point. But I don't feel I don't know. I mean, look, I get it. There's pressures. Yes, everyone's felt pressure in their life, so that's relatable. Yeah. But not everyone. I mean, look, the guy has God-given talent. Right. Okay. Did he work hard when he was younger? Sure, hundred percent, no doubt about it. Great baseball player. That's about it, though, bro. Then you start <laughs> making really bad decisions, you know, because you're seeing partly because you're seeing other guys, you know, get a little bit more limelight than you and Jeter. But like, it's that he just wants more and more and more. And guess what? Arod has gotten everything that he's ever yeah. wanted, except for the Hall of Fame. So I'm not gonna fucking sit here and pat the guy on the back because he's not going to the Hall of Fame. Because guess what? All of your numbers are in question, bro. Yeah, you were a hell of a baseball player. But don't tell me you didn't like your numbers aren't inflated, right? Substantially, like who knows what would happen? We how many guys have you seen have a, a five six year arc? It's like Hall of Fame trajectory, and then something happens. You get hurt or whatever. Like it, stuff happens. Okay, like I have no, I have zero sympathy for Alex Rodriguez. I I, I don't. Like I said, he has. Name one thing that he hasn't gotten from this game. He's taken and taken and taken and taken from this game. And what's he given back? What's he given back? Sunday night, K-Rod. Sunday night, K-Rod. That's for him. <laughs> that's it's for got his him. name in the that's damn thing, him. bro. That's for him. He gets Sunday night baseball. That, that's even more to my point. He works the postseason. He gets Sunday night baseball. He is essentially one of the faces of our game still for, because what? Yeah. Oh, because he hung out with J-Lo and had sex with J-Lo. Sounds like, how? Could, I mean, I'm not feeling sorry for the guy. I'm, yeah. I just, I can't. I'm just not. I don't think, I, I hope I didn't say feel sorry. I, I said part part of it oh, I find relatable. relatable. Is that the part you're relating to? Like, <laughs> did you and J-Lo, J-Lo have a fling part. or something? I don't, I don't know about. You know, I got that blue check on Insta now. Um, no, and I, I always say, man, uh, you know, you know who was kind of regarded as the best player ever? It was Ken Griffey Jr. And then... He his body kind of gave out on him, and that's the that's the kind of the bigger side of steroids is the recovery. That kind of unfortunately, I, I hate yeah, that his is. name is in this, but uh, Andy Pettit. Uh, that's when you know people we were still learning about steroids and what they were, and pe- people's kind of brains were like steroids equals home runs, and then everyone kind of got a little smarter and was like that doesn't exactly make sense, and it's the health and recovery of it that. I mean, go look at Ken Griffey Jr.'s numbers up until age 30 and Barry Bonds's, and then go look at their numbers after age 30. Because, 
I, I know one guy was on the sauce, the other guy, I, I mean, clean as, as far as we know, and we have to do that with that whole generation. I'll say that when I say Jeter's name. Like, it, it, there's nothing on Jeter's page or his body or anything that would say he, he did, but that whole generation is tainted a little bit. It's called the steroid era. Um, that Ken Griffey is clean, and I will give him that. Um, and is I, Jeter clean? I yes, he's clean. Why would you don't talk about my boy Jeets like that? There I we like go. I just him into I, something. I don't like that. I just dude. wanted that sound clip. Okay. Fine. Um, and yeah, uh, circling back to Nando because we've gotten a little back. Uh, you know, we talked about the quotes and how we all kind of had that like, whoa, like the you know the org doesn't really have his back. His teammates don't have his back. And yeah, man, I you know Mike Clevenger, who's viewed as this. Uh, Kind of quirky dude who happens to play baseball. Remember when he used to do all those kind of weird tweets with the the font and everything like that? And it's like, okay, Clev, knock yourself out, kid. Um, you know, he comes out. He's a guy that that came off of Tommy John, right? Or did he have something else? I think it was Tommy John. He's had John. a few things, but yeah, Tommy John. And, you know, he's a guy that's looking at where's he at in his career? He's got, you know, he should have a few years left. He's 31. He's a free agent after this year. Turns 32 this year, he'll be a free agent. Baseball's quick, man. And this could be Mike Clevenger's best shot at a World Series. The San Diego Padres just traded for Juan Soto. And they traded for a bunch of other guys. One of the best closers we've seen uh, in recent memory. Uh, Two guys in the lineup who are having big years. And you're expecting Fernando Tatis Jr. to come back. We always get mad at at guys for being like, oh, did, I don't even know if they want it enough. Like, oh, you know, run out to first. Guess what? Mike Clevenger wants a World Series ring, and his best shot was with Fernando Tatis Jr. coming back and not taking steroids. So him finding out that that's now out, like that's got to be an awful feeling, man, an awful feeling. Do you think... And then we'll move on because this is it. I, I'm sick of talking about this. Uh, do you think that all the talk about Fernando Tatis Jr. being a slow healer, mm. like, do you think he's like, fuck, dude, I need to get back? And like, like, because that's, you know, he's given his reason and he, and he really can't prove it. And I don't know if I necessarily believe it because we heard a couple different things. Like, yeah. again, ringworm is different than a yeah. fungus from a haircut. I don't know, man. Do you think that had any effect on it? Like, say, I mean, I guess we can never tell. We can't say it one way or the other, but I don't know, man. I Andy Pettit skirted, skirts everything because he said, yeah, it took steroids because I wanted to come back and help my team. Right. So that's like the blueprint. Like, he could have just said that. Like, I was, my wrist was broken. Andy Pettit I was trying was to old. get back to my team. Andy Pettit was old. Um, that's, that's unfortunately the difference. Um, okay. Like, Tatis, I mean, man, he he had baseball. Deny, deny, deny. That's what we're doing? He had baseball by the balls, man. And I I don't, we will probably never know what happens until 25 years from now, A-Rod and Tatis have the sit down on the John Boy Media TV channel. Like, I don't know, dude. I I can't imagine because that's the other thing that I, I try to do as much as I can is get in players' shoes. And I, you know, I, I remember there, there's a couple days where I had like a, 
a bad blitzball performance. And I, uh, I, I texted like Jerry and Peter and I was like, how did you dudes do this? Like, I can't imagine having the weight of the Braves or the Mets and being a teammate on that team, going out for .1 innings, getting lit up in the team loss, and then you're just in the hotel room in Milwaukee. Like, man, I would beat myself up to no, I, I mean, to a, a crazy degree, a, a degree that a lot of people probably don't think when they think of Silly Jake. Like, I, I don't know with Fernando Tatis Jr. Like, was, was he feeling the pressure? Was his rehab going so poorly that he... Er, I shouldn't say his rehab was going so poorly. Were there pressures on him, whether contract-wise or media-wise or anything-wise? You know, I, 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 don't, I don't feel... I hope this isn't related. But it, Fernando Tatis Jr. Senior was a really good baseball player who also had a lot of injuries. Like, is that something that's in the back of your head? It probably would have been in the back of my head. Like, you know, genetics and stuff are real. So, I don't know, man. It, it feels like overstepping my boundaries. <laughs> so, I, uh, I'll i dial it back. I don't think we're ever going to get any explanation. We kind of never do, which yeah. is unfortunate. I mean, we got this one, and I wish you could prove it or somehow, but it's just not the case. Yeah. Before, uh, before we move on, just got, got some more, more pleasant topics to get to. Uh, the Padres are announcing later today. The, the September 7th Fernando Tatis bobblehead giveaway uh, has been changed to Juan Soto City Connect Jersey night. So, oh, um, shit. <laughs> that's, uh, man, that must have been, that's one of those where I would have loved to see that email chain, like, to the owner. Like, hey, we were going to do bobbles. You think we, we got it in the budget to do a couple jerseys instead? How much does a bobblehead cost? Because you're giving, you're giving away, like, what? Fifteen thou. It's different Bobble sizes. In that, let's see. If it's like the Yankees, it's away cost three, four. But I guess it's not that big of a deal. They should give bobbleheads away more often. If it's going to cost you what forty five, fifty grand, and you like know, get it co sponsored by like a sponsor, and I, I think you're home. Um, we'll figure that out. I went to well, on bobbleheads real quick before yeah. we move on. I went to a Dodger game against the Twins with no bobblehead, and you know the fans were there. Next day, bobblehead, place was packed. Yeah. Seems like a, something we need to think about as a organizations. But then does it take away from the bobble, bobblehead rarity? I don't know. I've seen that Trevor Plouffe Skywalker bobblehead. Um, Let's move on. You know the other thing um, that I've seen? It's me and my Muggsies. Uh, true story. The Muggsy Gene dudes were in the office today. Going, going to the game with them tonight. And Muggsy Jeans, if you don't know, then I don't know. Um, I don't know what to do with you. If you do know, I mean, you already know they're the most damn comfortable jeans. They're the stretch jeans. I remember, you know, when the jeggings were first happening, it was kind of like, I don't know about all this. Like, it was kind of a little, it was a little clean. It was almost, they were like too sticky. Muggsy's not that, man. There's more room for your balls. Plain and simple. Know who likes wearing Muggsy? John Boy. Chris Rose, too. If John Boy's uncomfortable, he will let you know almost immediately. And he said, I'm switching all of my jeans to Muggsy 
jeans. Do your legs a favor. Head on over to Muggsy.com. Pick up a pair of the most comfortable clothes ever worn. That's Muggsy.com for 10% off your entire order using promo code BASEBALL. That's right. Code BASEBALL. 10% off your entire order at Muggsy.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Muggsy. Um, Trev, you want to lead us into the next one, big boy? Because you were all jazzed up about this. No, but you know, okay. people are going to be so mad at me, dude. Like, I don't think so. I don't, we're gonna Look, we're going to talk about the AL MVP race. We have Shohei and Judge. And I really think you can interchange anybody that's having a monstrous year in Otani in this conversation for this topic today it's going to be judge and i don't mean to lump judge in with everybody that's not what i'm trying to do he is having uh he's on pace for a historic season no doubt about that what's he on pace for 65 homers right now around there around there around there gonna break what many people consider still the home run record okay I can't wait for that. I'm very excited. I love Aaron Judge. I love watching him play baseball. I've actually really, really grown fond of him being around this company, being around Dan and all you Yankee fans. You freaking wax poetically about this guy and get it's rubbed off on me. I think he is perfect for New York. He is he is he's Jeter, but like he's larger than life, dude. <laughs> like he's, he's Jeter. He's Jeter. Yeah. And that's and like that is as big of a compliment as you can get for a New York Yankee, right? Like there, not many people are above Derek Jeter when it comes to Yankees lore. Now I know Jeets has got the rings. Jeets loves to talk about his rings. Holy crap. Dude, dude like to win, bro. That's all he talks about. Yeah. Fine. We know you won. You're such a nice guy. Fuck. Yeah. Pissing me off watching that documentary. Anyways. So he's gonna, I love Aaron Judge. I think I, that's what I'm starting this off with, is I love Aaron Judge. Yeah. And he's doing crazy shit. Should I read his numbers? I'm going to read his numbers. Sure. I'll, I'll listen to Aaron Judge's stats. People, it's August 16th as we're recording this. He's got 100 ribbies already. He's got 46 homers already. His slash line is 397, 674 for a one dot or 1.071. His OPS plus, he's worth two people. 201. It looks pretty like crazy. A, just a quick baseball reference search. It looks like he has seven bold categories. Eight, excuse me. I'll taste other dudes. Guy's a monster. But you know what I'm about to say. Mm. Shohei Otani is the most valuable player in all of baseball and also the American League. Okay. And I don't know how you could see otherwise. I'm, I've am i read articles. There's actually an article out on uh, MLB.com right now, and the title is The AL MVP Race is Closer Than You Think. Mm. Uh, Anthony Castrovince. 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 My bad. Allison Footer, Sarah Langs, and Mike Petrillo, Petriello. Petriello. God, I'm having a tough time with names today. Right. And they're going back and forth. And a lot of the things that I think about when talking about Shohei are mentioned in this article. So go check it out. Uh, but Shohei's my guy. And I, and I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's close. 
And I'm kind of hoping that you can change my mind a little bit on this show. Because I know I know you're a judge guy. I get it. But my thing with Shohei is nobody else in all of baseball can do what he does. Right. Other guys in baseball can do what Judge can do. In fact, we see a one daughter not very often, three, four times a year. The home run thing is different. 65 homers hasn't been approached since I think Stanton hit 59. So, like, that is massive. I get it. People love fucking home runs. They love them. Love this them. guy plays defense, too. He gets a lot of value out of it. Actually, has he done that this year? I know he has in the past. Not incredibly because he's been playing center, center. field, which, yes. you know, that's a double-edged sword. He's been playing a nice, a solid center field. Yeah, a center field that passes the eye test. That Actually, I think he's I think he's around neutral. Yeah. Um, that's what I've looked up as far as his statistics yeah. and as far as like defensive war. So I mean, he's having a banger of a year offensively. But show, hey, my guys. I mean, do I have to get into the stats? Do I have to get into everything? You can. I. Yeah. I mean, let's let's round off Shohei because it's again we're obviously not doing full Skip and Shannon. Okay. Um, can I do it real quick? Yes. Okay. Uh, talking about homers. Yeah. Right. Judge crushing the competition with 46 right now. Next closest guy's 34 and Kyle Schwarber. But you know who's 10th in the league in homers? Is it Shohei? It's Shohei. 10th. Top 10 in homers. Okay. Want to go to OPS where Judge, again, leads 1.071. The next closest is 1.026. Was Goldschmidt and 1.020 for Alvarez. Well, Shohei's 17th in all of baseball in OPS. And oh, yeah, he has a sub three on the mound. I think I put out these guidelines where I said if he's like an 850-ish guy, I think I said 830 to 850 OPS guy, and he's got like a 3.5 or under as a pitcher, like he, he has to win the MVP because there's just nobody. How is that not more valuable than any other player in all of baseball, a guy that can do both of those things and one roster spot. He's the ace pitcher of the Angels. And Chris Rose and I had this conversation on the ant portion of baseball today. And we asked Dan Rourke, I said, Shohei goes on to the Yankees. What is he the second best hitter maybe behind Judge? Would you put him somewhere differently? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, year by year, but I mean, Stanton and DJ and Rizzo. I think Rizzo's OPS is right around there. But yes. Hot. Yes. Right in the And range. then he'd be 1B as far as a starting pitcher for your team. I mean, that's incredibly valuable, dude. Right. Incredibly valuable. So I don't even really, I don't even, I can't even really, again, Judge, you're crushing it. Like, what a fucking marvelous season you're having. It's been a pleasure to watch this guy grow into, like, one of the faces, if not the face of baseball, you know, him and Shohei. But I just think to me, it's it's cut and dry. I mean, so here's what I'll ask you. I mean, there's there's part of the reason we're discussing it today is that you have to know in your heart of hearts it's not cut and dry. Like that it is a discussion. No, I know people want to make it a discussion, okay. but in my opinion, it's cut and dry. Right, like you. You're, okay. but I like having the discussion. If you cast, again, please don't ballot. take this as me hating on Judge. It's not. No, 
No, I mean, I, I, so Shohei Otani's awesome. I, I think there was a point this season where he passed Judge. Otani got hot on the mound and with the stick, which again goes to the argument. Not a lot of guys that can do that. Uh, it basically there's zero, uh, in the history of this sport. Um, I do think something that's significant and should be mentioned because we, we do talk about it. We probably don't talk about it enough. Um, Otani pitches incredibly. He hits incredibly. No argument there. He doesn't. He doesn't play defense. I I probably shouldn't be starting there, but Aaron Judge does play every game in the outfield, and defense is an important part of the sport. Now that's again just a small piece of it. Just a small piece of it. Um, you mentioned the home runs. I don't think this should be a driving point of the argument, but it also should be in a way. He has 20 more home runs. He has 20 more home runs. So Aaron Judge, if you chopped him off at 26, and that's the same as Otani, he would be a top 30 home run hitter in baseball this year. Um, Again, uh, guys with 20 home runs, Ozuna, Lindor, Renfro, Anthony Santander. Um, So the home runs get mentioned, and they should. And it's because it's crazy. I, I mean, it's a season it's a season we've never seen from an American League hitter. He's on pace to outdo 61. That's incredible. Home runs are not everything. I appreciate that. You mentioned Judge's other stats. He's hitting 300. I know that doesn't mm-hmm. really matter, but it does when you're hitting 46. It does matter. I know it does. I like that. It does when you're hitting 46 ding-dongs. Um, so Ask any baseball player. Three. I mean, I know they're like right. trained to say that, but like if you have a three in front of your name, you are... You're feeling good. You'd have to be almost doing absolutely nothing else on a baseball field for 300 to be bad. <laughs> um, so, you know, Judge judge in OPS, he has Otani by nine, about 200 points. You know, that's that's the difference from a, league, from a league average player to, you know, if you went down, that's the difference from a league average player to a guy that's... Otani's like, 17th in OPS. Right, right, right. In all of baseball. Right, but I'm, we have to... You have to talk about the gap and what that means. Like, you know, if there's a if there's a number one in something and the gap between number two is massive, you know, it, it changes the scale a little bit, and that's what Judge has done offensively. Like, the the that 200-point OPS gap is the difference between a league average player and a guy you send down to the minors... Or if you go up the other way, it's between a league average player and a guy who's going to be top 10 in MVP voting. So what he's doing is very special on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I guess the thing that I would send to you that where this conversation, I don't know what the right answer is and I, I, I just don't know where it lands. It would just be, is there no... Is no one else going to win MVP? Because like... Uh, like you talked about with Shohei stats. Now let's say he is a mix of. Um, I'm trying to find a, a good guy to compare him to. I mean, Anthony Santander and Hunter Renfro feel wrong, but I'm I'm trying to do the homers OPS game. You want to bring the numbers down a little bit for Shohei? No, 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 no. Well, no. If he's high seven, you're saying if he's high sevens and he's got like a three eight, are we going to give him the MVP award? So I I guess I'm trying to combine two other players. <laughs> Uh, to make it... Do you see what you're doing, though? I know, and that's what I want to find out from you. Like, if, if we combined 
Zach Gallen and Anthony Santander, and they were one human playing again in a part we haven't got to and not to get Jeter Doc on you, but let's say they were playing on my snakes. Anthony Santander and Zach Gallen wake up in the same body one, one morning. It's a Freaky Friday situation, and they go out and they're doing what they do on both sides of the ball. Does that mean that person is the instant MVP? Because if your answer is yes, then I, don't, I can't really have a, a conversation with you because your choice is made up. I, I, what are their numbers? Like I, I got to guess you got to go look those up. So Zach Gallen, 22 starts, a 2.94 ERA. Um, Otani is 2.69, but uh, Gallen does have a few more innings, like eight. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not driving that stake home. Uh, Santander, same amount of home runs. The OPS is down. I think like 50 points. So if if Santander had a OPS that was 50 points higher, he had a couple more doubles and a couple more walks. Zach Gallen. Uh, kind of the same, and they're in, yeah. I mean, look, one roster spot for two of those guys. Yes, that makes you very, very valuable and the most right. valuable. That's how I get it. I don't. I do not like the argument of on depending on what team you're on, like how the team is doing. That that holds no weight for me because look, none. Aaron Judge got drafted by the Yankees. He didn't right. pick to be on the Yankees. He had no control over that. Sure. Did Shohei, was he able to control where he went? Sure. Yeah. He he wanted to play with Mike Trout. He thought this would be a good landing spot for him. Does he want to play for the Angels anymore? Fuck no. <laughs> but he didn't know they were going to be like that. You know, we, we every year we expected the Angels to figure some shit out. We've gotten wise to that. Now we just expect nothing from them, essentially, even though they tricked us at the beginning of this year again, somehow. Right. But I, 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 I just, I don't believe in that because over this stretch, the Aaron Judge has had. Because this is the stretch that his people were like, yes, Otani, it was the MVP. Everyone throughout baseball was like, obviously, he's the MVP. And then Judge went off on this stretch, right? Last 25 games or so, he's hit like 16 homers. What's the Yankees' record? In the last 25 games, 9-16 and 16 or something like that? Not great. So, like, you can't fault somebody. Would the Angels, what would the Angels be if judges on their team? Um, they'd be the exact same fucking thing. They'd dude. be the Angels. They'd be the Angels. But do, do you not and think... maybe worse because they'd be out of an ace pitcher. You're, and I'm, I'm genuinely not saying this is D-bag crew, but, you know, you, you played on a couple twin squads at the se- September games didn't mean a ton. I think you will also be the first to admit that. I mean, yes. do you not think, like, I know the White Sox in Houston are tipping off for four as as we speak, and the White Sox are trying to save their season. You know, Houston's been a wagon all year. You know, do, do you not think that that those games don't matter a little differently? Like, I know baseball stats at the end of the day, you're not wrong. Like, Judge wouldn't fix the Angels' problems. I mean, that's a 1,000% right. But the fact that they are dominating the American League East, dominating, that they're in that losing stretch and they still have a 10-game lead, like, it, that but doesn't matter just went at over all. That, off, that one offensive player going bananas doesn't change a record. We just went over that. Like, if you were to say, hey. Okay, so it doesn't matter at pre- all to you. The pressure in New York is different than the pressure in California. I would agree with you there. There's no doubt about that. That's okay. very documented. Go ask Joey Gallo. Sure. 
Go ask Joey Gallo. I don't think he wants how his back us. feels and the shoulders, the, the weight's gone. Yeah. Okay. The beard's back. I think that's important. There's no doubt about it. Who wants to say Shohei wouldn't be better in these moments? He might be. You know, that's you could have that argument too. It fucking sucks showing up to the park knowing you're on a crap team to get to be motivated like that day in and day out when you're on a team that is absolutely going nowhere and there's no end in sight. It's brutal. And I'm speaking from experience, man. Right. On the flip side, you could say, sure, hey, you got to play in pressure pet games all through September and, and even maybe into August. You know, and does that change things? And in, in in my opinion, I think that makes guys better. Or at least like it make like it'll separate dudes. Right. I think Shohei's a dog, and I think he wants to be in that spotlight. Okay. So I don't know where we land in here. I I, I think Shohei. To answer your question, does he just get the MVP every single year? I don't think so. I think there needs to be some clear like so basis I guess- points for for his play on both sides of the ball that he needs to hit. But in, but until he doesn't hit those, which I think I'm pretty, I think I've said like three five and under and an eight thirty and above OPS. I guess win, I guess that's that's my thing, and I I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I I think Shohei Otani's the best baseball player in the world, but the best baseball player in the world doesn't necessarily win MVP every year, and that's because seasons are up and down and they fluctuate injuries, sure. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I guess if Aaron Judge goes out, he breaks the home run record, and it's not just home runs. And Trev, I know this. I know we we joke about it sometimes, but you're you're a guy that respects baseball war to a certain degree because it it tries to encompass as many stats as it can between base running, defense, hitting, pitching, whatever. You know, Judge hasn't beat like, and I know whenever we do all jam team, you and I get get hung up on it more because you'll see a guy. You know, I'm trying to think from past years, a guy like Yon Mankata who will look at the AL third baseman, and it'll be Devers and Ramirez, and you look at the stats, and you're like, well, these guys are in a different world. But then we'll look at Yon Mankata, and it's like, well, he's got the same war, if not higher, because he's playing better defense, and he's getting on base more. Like, So I guess, does that not phase you at all? The judge right now, I think he's like a, a war, war and a half ahead of him. I think that's the best argument that you can have. That's why I saved it for last, baby. That's the best one that you can have. I don't want to hear shit about the team you play on because, look, it just is the team you play on. Sure. Um, Because this is going to sound terrible because I am a baseball analyst, but I don't know how they fucking come up with all those numbers. Right. I mean, I do. I've read it. And I've understand the process a little bit, but the numbers still go up and down from year to year, even like your past numbers. Every time I check my baseball reference page, my <laughs> my career war is something different. I'd like for it to start going up. Yeah, you have a good week this week, Blue. It's going go up. down. <laughs> and like typically, I guess my argument back to that would be like, well, you know, what do we really know about defensive metrics? And judge has, but judge has been pretty moot on that. Like it's been negligible. Like, that's that's where, okay, let's both flip sides of the argument. If Judge had, like, two and a half war right now on defense that was kind of 
cooking cooking the books a little bit. And I was like, yeah, Judge is good at defense, but I don't I don't know how you fully quantify that. I, then I'd be like, okay, like if we took out defensive roar, which is still a funky metric, and then Shohei had him by a nose, I'd be like, okay, you know, it, I think there's a pretty good argument for Shohei. But it's not getting cooked that way, man. It's it's getting cooked by one of the best offensive seasons, if not the best offensive season the American League's ever seen. I would love for someone to come on here and explain to me why Judge has a seven war and Shohei has a five night war. And like, just explain to me. I just I just want to know. Yeah. Because well, like, we know baseball. Sure. How come like nobody knows that? Like nobody could just like. Hey, this is why. Hey, honestly, do your comment voice, bro. Which comment voice? Your comment voice. Leave a comment. Sound I think off? he's asking you to ask him to sound off. The sound off yeah. in the comments about it. <laughs> if you know how to calculate yeah. war, sound off in the comments because that's the best argument the judge has, and I want to know more about it. Right, and that's where... That that's where you know we watch a lot of baseball, but I've never watched a judge game and been like, "Ooh, is his WAR gonna go up point three? Ooh, that one is worth that one is worth point that two. That was nasty, dude. How um, do they? What's worth point two and what's worth point one? Nobody knows. Um, it's me. And Trev, I you know to to help your argument a little more because we're friends, lovers, uh, curious people in the hills, handsy. Wow. The other two names I could have used an example to get to Otani's war this year. Uh, I think it adds up perfectly would be Garrett Cole and Juan Soto. So, <laughs> you know, I, I use Santander and Zach Gallen. I could have also used Cole and Soto, which it does put things in perspective. And I, I again, not to be the non-player guy, but to, to put it in your shoes of like, damn, dude. <laughs> like, the fact... You've probably been told for years that a human can't do this, and now somebody is. CeCe Sabathia. Your boy. What does he say about Shohei? I'd like, I actually really like to get his take on like who he thinks should win MVP. I'm Ooh. very curious because he considers like, Shohei's the most talented baseball player on the planet, and Shohei's putting up another Shohei year. This year's kind of flip-flop. Last year, he was a better hitter than he was a pitcher. This year, his pitching is much more – higher than his hitting, even though still very, very good on both sides of the ball. I'm curious. I don't know if he has any sound bites or anything out there uh, on his on his take here. It's coming, though. That's kind of why we want to have yeah. this discussion, because I know this is an argument that's about to heat up. So I, I guess a final thing for you. I'm... Here's what I'll say. I'm I'm open to what's happening. If, if Shohei finishes his you know, his his next however many starts and he finishes strong offensively and it's all there, there's going to be a good Shohei argument, especially if, you know, the record doesn't matter, but it also does, man. And if Judge falls short of that and, you know, the, the wars are neck and neck and one guy gave you so many starts and, and is Shohei Otani and the other guy's Judge, I'm very open to the conversation. I, I just don't know... If Judge clears that number and everything's there, I uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. And you're right, CC. Uh, talk about the ultimate test, man. <laughs> Yankee CC Sabathia talking about his two guys. 
Um, and I don't know. I can we could shake that tree a little bit. His his guy Ryan Rucco filled in on Talking Yanks today. Whoops. I wish you would have asked him. Sorry about it. Um, look, in, in the end, if you got through all this, just hear me out one more time. In the end, it's a hell of a discussion and two excellent world-class baseball players. And having to decide between them hurts because one guy is having a historical offensive season like with some magic thrown in there. And then the other guy is a fucking unicorn, then uh, someone that has done something on the baseball field that's never been done before. Mm. So, you know, no bad choices. I'm just team Shohei here. I, uh, how about this? I hope, uh, I hope Judge finishes crazy strong, finishes at 10 plus war, and puts you in an absolute pickle. Um, Yankee stuff. You know the uh the other thing that's got me in a pickle, Trev. Tell me. College football's back. Mm. Unreal, man. I, I got some boomer sooner fans that they were talking about a game in two weeks. I was like, you you've gotta be kidding me. But it's true. College football is back and enjoy it at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, you can bet $5 on any team, and you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. Win or lose, people, that's a pretty good deal. No matter which side of the Shohei Judge thing you're on, win or lose. Why don't you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code JOMBOY only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. In New York, 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued in eight $25 free bets. Treviello. What else do you have in your heart, kid? I know, I know your guy Rodolfo just got suspended, and that's I'm still, eating you I'm, up. I'm still on this uh, Otani thing. <laughs> he's a freak, man. Just looking at numbers. Somehow he's rating out negatively defensively, even though he just pitches and has played seven total games. Don't play, you know, you know Greg Maddox won gold gloves. Max Freed. Max Freed, hot. Um, what we're we gonna talk about? A little bit of injuries. And yeah, our guy Walker Castro stuff. Our guy Walker Bueller gets ruled out for the year, which again, as as the Dodgers go on to get their 80th win, home ho, first team in baseball. Uh without Walker Bueller, who when he went down at the time, it kind of felt like it had a chance, and then it gets confirmed. He will be out for the postseason, which Trev, I actually I just got a little well, A, Dodgers being Dodgers. Dustin May comes back on Saturday, it looks like. So there you yes. go. Um, you know, he's arguably better stuff than Walker, but obviously not the playoff whoa, res- whoa, obviously whoa, not whoa. the playoff resume. Um that I don't know, man. We're starting to get to the point of the year where we you know, we've drooled over the Phillies for a chunk of the season. Um, because we're like, think about this team in the playoffs, man. If they go Nola Wheeler and, and they get anything out of the bullpen, that lineup, you know, uh, we're sneaking up on what does your playoff team look like? And if you're the Dodgers, I don't know. It, it's, it's a little bit of a different formula than years past. 
I think we're everyone's going to be noticing the starters. They're going to be different names. Okay, like yeah, no Bueller, Kershaw still on the mend. Hopefully he gets back. And right now, your Urias is there. Yep, and he's been. You know, sometimes in the playoffs, he's been out of the pen. He's going to be their ace this year. Uh, we're good with Urias. Right. Everyone is fine yes. with that. And then you got Catterday and uh, Alexander, who are, or Anderson, excuse me. Did I say Alexander? Uh, you, I think you're on your way to saying Alexander, but it's Anderson's the one who's having the monster year. Yes. Um, those are going to be your three guys. And then, yeah, we'll see what Dustin May does. He's like been hitting upper 90s, triple digits in his rehab start. So it looks like he's healthy. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Kershaw comes back. But they're going to make do with these guys. They've had incredible years. And I think maybe if you look on paper and just name recognition, they're not going to match up against the Mets. They're not going to be able to match up against the Braves. Oh, yeah. I might put them with the Braves in that regard. The Mets are going to be above them. The Astros are going to be above them as far as starting pitching. Then the rest of the league, what I mean... The Brewers, I think, would be above them as far as like just like straight up. If you're just looking at the years these guys have had, I mean, the Dodgers don't have to worry about anything. Sure, it'd be nice to have Walker Bueller back, but these guys are just fine. Everyone's I, just fine. They're lot and they, and they do everything well on the baseball field. Their lineup is so freaking long and so hard. And they just grind out abs. They can hit for they hit for power if they need to. Sucks for Bueller. They need Kershaw. Yeah. But I'm still. I mean, Chris Rose asked me this this morning. Like, are you, are the Dodgers still your favorite in the NL to make it to the World Series? I said yes, even over the Mets. He said Mets. I said that the other day, and you scoffed at me a little bit. Um, and that's because of the pitching. the The hitting man, it's Gavin Lux is kind of having the breakout uh, that Poppy Gordo told you about earlier in the year, and then from there, Mookie, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, Muncie. Turner, Chris Taylor, and Cody Bellinger. Joey Gallo on the bench, feeling a little better uh, in, in beautiful L.A. Um, the lineup, we talk about teams with, like, a hole in their lineup or a guy who's a weak spot. I mean, if Cody Bellinger's going nine-hole for you, it's they're on a different level there. I will Muncie, say this. Muncie's numbers aren't even overall in the year are not going to be eye-popping to you, but if you go back to the last month, he's right. made some adjustments. The last month, he's got OPS is a 909. He's coming back. It's just going to be interesting. You know, when they're, if their playoff rotation comes out, and let's... Um, you know what? Kershaw will be back. It's Urias, Kershaw, fine, good. And then it's Gonsolin Anderson, which we've talked about Gonsolin a lot and how good he has been. We talked about Gonsolin a lot. A lot. Um, but, you know, th- this was a guy, I think we saw his World Series start, and they let him go. I-, I mean, they had a quick hook. I think, let's see, in the 2020 World Series, he started two games, 1.1 and 1.2. Innings pitched. Like, they were viewing them as bullpen games, but Tony Gonsolin was stretched out coming into the playoffs that I guess you could make that argument either way. That if they can use Tony Gonsolin as an opener, like survivor pitcher, and they do bullpen no, games. No, that's not what he is this year. 
I know he's here's a pun for you. He's a different cat this year. Okay. Okay. You got Tony me. Gonson's a different cat, bro. You got me. It's different now. He's a bona fide starter. I think he put something on his Instagram today that he leads the league and opponent opponents batting averaged against. That's something that you'd probably it's want to lead good. the league in, right? Is that it's good? Pretty good. It's really good. They're fine. And by the way, two of their top prospects just got promoted to the AAA. Yeah. You know my guy, Bobby Miller. And how about this other guy? Does this guy sound like a fucking assassin? I called for that one. Larry Boa just replied to my tweet. So, I'm sorry to cut you off. I know how much you love Bobby Miller. But Larry, what did he say? Larry Boa said LMAO to my ringworm cream tweet. I didn't see your ringworm cream tweet. I mean... Say that three times fast. It's kind of the talk of the internet, so... Just ringworm cream tweet. Ringworm cream tweet. Ringworm cream tweet. And I just liked Larry Bowe's like and comment. I'm going to go check out your tweet. I was going to say there's another guy. His name is Gavin Stone, because of course Ooh. it is. Doesn't that guy sound like a top prospect in baseball? He just got called up. Really? Triple A. Two guys sitting there waiting in the wings. Possible bullpen reinforcement. That could be up soon, though. It never stops, does it? Not with that team. Oh, wow. Look, the other injury we're going to talk about, Cookie Carrasco came out of last yeah. night's game. On some side discomfort. I think he's going to be out three to four weeks. Jolly Olive has sounded off. He says it's not that big of a deal. Oh. Get Peterson to step up. He'll be back. It'll be okay. Uh, but two teams, I guess the reason we kind of brought this up and wanted to talk about it, these are two teams that were kind of we were expecting to go get like a, a top pitcher. Right. Or trade for a pitcher. Trade for pitching, and they didn't really do it. Dodgers got, I think, Chris Martin, uh, some bullpen help there. The Mets really didn't do anything on the pitching side, if I remember. They didn't really do much at the deadline at all. Yeah, they got uh, they got rough and Vogie. They they got the yeah, platoon. Rough and Vogie. Yeah, Vogie was early, and they got rough at the end. They got the platoon, and then did they get a bullpen arm? They got someone. I'm blanking. Um. But yeah, I hey, that's why you saw us Yankee fans. You Trev, the talking baseball trade deadline when the Yankees traded Jordan Montgomery, you know, we were mm-hmm. like our hearts dropped because pitching depth didn't seem depth. like a team's strength. And that's where it's part of the reason you love the Dodgers. If they need innings the rest of the way, they've got studs that they'll come in and mow you down. Um or their refurbished parts. Uh, that are that are mowing guys down. But yeah, I, I think the Mets I I'd refer to Jolly and Jerry uh for for their their opinions on it on Shea Station. But Carrasco, I mean, let's see. Let's see what happens there. But I, I don't think they need to be devastated. No, not even. Finish this uh episode up with your Talk about cell phones on the baseball field and how much you love them. Dude, I can't believe that we're suspending this kid. <laughs> he's I appe- can't believe it either. He, I'll be honest with you. He's appealing it, and I wonder where it lands. End of the day is a one-game suspension, anything, not really. Um, 
And I guess I get just the concept of it because if you see another cell phone on the on the field and there was no suspension, um, like it couldn't. Well, have- that's the thing. That's what I don't get is if if they're trying to curtail cell phones being on the field, which obviously they're not supposed to be on the field. But right. if they're using this as an example, the one game is not really a deterrent. Yeah, I guess that's where you could go back and forth on it because it's clearly <laughs> an accident, but. You shouldn't have your cell phone on the field. I I don't know, man. How about this? I hope Rodolfo Castro gets a cell phone commercial. That's my new hope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is he a green bubble guy or a blue bubble guy? Mm, I mean, a lot was, of people been trying to get rid of that. Our uh, yeah. Cole Tucker's uh, girlfriend put a Instagram post about that and the stigma of the green bubble. I'm trying to. Rodolfo Castro should have a cell phone commercial, 100%. Have you seen uh, there's a wide receiver, I believe, that committed to Nebraska that his his first name is DeColdest? Yeah. And he's getting a bunch of air conditioning ads in the Nebraska area because of the NIL stuff. It's incredible. It's perfect. It's perfect. Incredible. Rodolfo perfect. Castro, Rodolf, the Rodolfone. It's a phone that goes in your back pocket. Maybe like a case that's like doesn't slide out of your pocket. That yeah. would be a good one for him. That's perfect. See, this is we're businessmen. Me, you, and A Rod. Just <laughs> no regrets. I he started this quote off with no regrets. Oh. On the couch talking about how sad he is about not being in the Hall of Fame, but no regrets to lead it off. As long as his business is doing well. Holy snikes, man. Another business, man. Trev, this was beautiful. Um, Everyone, tweet at John Boy. Tell him you love him. Comment. Sound off in the comments like we talked about. I got the calculation for war right in front of me. Okay. And? No. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm starting to think this is all fake. Yeah. I'm starting to think this is like conspiracy level shit right here. Come back for more conspiracy theories on Friday. I think we have a very special episode coming up on Friday. Oh, Trev looks lost in the sauce right now. I'm scared. UBR plus WSB Uh, plus WGDP. That's gross domestic. Actually seems pretty easy. That's just just adding things, but. Very special talking baseball on Friday. Not me, buddy. Yeah, what's happening on Friday? Yeah. You're going to like it. Just wait. Jack sucks. Jack sucks. What's happening? I want to know now. You should text Jim. Or wait like 12 more seconds. Yeah. Naked Jimmy? Only fans? Feet. I should have wore these glasses the whole episode. I look great. Good. Would have been good.